It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. An early childhood taxing district, what on earth is that? The latest in politics and world affairs. I don't think that we should be passing legislation that is so complicated that people kind of throw up their hands and say, oh, I can't understand it. Today's current opinions and ideas. It is not fair that just because you're a big business that you get a break on this and the little guy doesn't. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, let's have a conversation and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. I am Kim Munson. I appreciate you joining us. Uh, Each of you are treasured, you're valued, live with intention, you have a purpose and uh, strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind and your body. And uh, I I so appreciate you joining us. Tell your friends about this. I continue to get emails from people that say, hey, I just found you. And uh, we are always searching for truth and clarity and looking at issues as freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do that. And so be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. You can sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You will get first look at all of our upcoming guests, our most recent podcasts, and our most recent op-eds. And one of those uh, great things that we're going to roll out this weekend is an op-ed by Brad Beck, who is my good friend. He's in studio with me. Uh, Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Kim. It's a wonderful day. And we'll be talking about your op-ed. What's the name of it? Well, you know, I, I was looking at this year coming up, and I wrote this a little while ago, but it's the blessing of 2020 and the promise of 2021 and beyond. And the reason I wrote that was because, you know, you can get mired real quick (laughs) into all the stuff, all the muck that's out there. And I'm not worried so much about the world. I want to worry about my world because that's where my success is going to come from. It's not going to come from outside. It's going to come from inside. Okay. Well, I want to talk about this because I was just going through headlines here and it seems like they're trying to affect my world, and I'm pretty frustrated about that. Absolutely. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in the third and fourth segment. Before we get into all of this, I want to say thank you to the great team that I get to work with, and that is producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, and Charlie. And the people at Crawford Broadcasting yesterday was Steve's birthday. Did you have a good birthday, producer Steve? Why do you insist on going there? <laughs> Jeez, let's let it go. Yes, it was a good day. Thank you. And I left something for you. You did. Uh, you baked. And uh, like I say, when I got home and picked it up, uh, it was still warm. And I thought, wow, this lady, with all her schedule, as crazy as it is, still took the time to do this. So thank you. Yes. What I did is we have an old family recipe. It's sour cream coffee cake. And I think it's probably two generations it's it's good. The, probably the main ingredient is sugar. <laughs> sure is. I'm waiting for mine. <laughs> okay. Well, when's your birthday? March 17th. Oh, oh, that's right. I'm it's the on Irishman. Oh, that's, I forgot. That's wow. right. That's right. Uh, and also, uh, we are an independent voice, and we really appreciate your support in keeping this going. So, if you um, are up for it, I'd appreciate it if you go to the website and contribute. Uh, I do get to work with a lot of great partners, and I really appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, This weekend will be uh, 3 to 4 p.m. is our America's Veterans Stories with Kim Munson, 3 to 4 p.m. on KLZ 560. A great interview with Lieutenant Colonel Bill O'Neill, and he served at the very end of World War II, 53 missions in the Korean War, and then also in the Vietnam War. I tell you, Brad, these stories are rich. They are. They are. It's amazing to the history that's there. And, and these gentlemen went through it, these ladies and gentlemen. 
we're honored to have them still with us. And uh, that's why we do this, is to get the get the stories, get them out there, and then <clears throat> broadcast them and archive them. <clears throat> well, it's important. It, we we got to keep that mm-hmm. history. we got to make it sure that our youth and our, our posterity know about them. Uh, def- <laughs> and they don't. We're not really teaching that in our schools anymore. And uh, I, I mentioned this the other day because... I think people forget that time is finite. There's only a certain amount of hours in the day. And we continue to see reports that the American kids are falling behind in many of the basic things that they need to know. And I think a lot of that is is because there's been choices that have been made uh, to teach things that uh, really don't help them set them up for success uh, in life. And there's only a certain amount of hours in the day. So I think parents, community members, we need to make sure that those hours in the school day are being used. And one of those things is is to teach the history of our American heroes and, the, and, and just the real American idea. Steve, you have your ears on. Did you want to say something? No, I, I'm just processing everything you're saying. I, you, there are conscious decisions being made, I would agree. And the end result that is, or the desired result is to make young people more uh, manipulable. That's, Instead of, to say. Right, instead of setting them up for success, and I would encourage you just for an experiment, is uh, do a search on your computer for the uh, Saline County, Kansas, 8th grade exam from 1895 and see, see what an 8th grade education used to be. And then these are the people that came out and they fought World War One, World War Two. They were able to do things. And... Speaking of that, I hadn't really thought about this, Brad Beck, but these bombers uh, uh, that would go into Germany or or in the Pacific, they had a navigator, and the navigator didn't have GPS. They had to figure out where they needed to be without all of that. And uh, just to think about trying to get to your target that way. It's unbelievable. I was doing a presentation the other day, and I actually opened a map. And some of the younger people in the audience were like, what is that? I said, oh, well, that's old school <laughs> GPS. You know, and you had to know how to get from point A to point B. You pulled out a map. I, and I actually, I've always loved maps. I have, too. Oh. I love globes. I've got a bunch of globes. So M- Me, too. Yeah. Me, too. Well, it's great to have you in studio. You are, I, I would say you're a master communicator. You are the co-founder of the Liberty Toastmasters Clubs. I'm a member of that. And you have helped so many people, I think, first of all, find their voice, and then start to be able to communicate and listen. And uh, it's really a great thing that you have done for so many people. And there's two clubs uh, here in the metro area. Uh, There's uh, Liberty Toastmasters Denver, and then there's the Liberty Toastmasters North. And tomorrow, we will be meeting at Liberty Toastmasters Denver. That's right. And we'll be meeting from 10 to 12, both live and virtually. And we have a lot of fun. We have a great opportunity to practice oral communication. More importantly, like you say, practice listening. We don't have enough opportunities to really listen. I was at an event last night, and there's a lot of knowledgeable people, a lot of people talking. But wisdom really comes from listening. True. And what is it? Uh, They said that God gave us uh, two ears and one mouth for a reason. I'm constantly reminded of that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, we always do a quote, and I thought you always talk about Jeffrey Gittimer, that he is one of your mentors. And he's an American author, professional speaker, and business trainer who writes and lectures internationally on sales, customer loyalty, and personal development. And I thought I would choose one of his quotes uh, because he is a mentor of yours. And one of the things that we do at Liberty Toastmasters is we have a grammarian who helps us learn to speak with better grammar and, uh, and not fillers. And this is what Jeffrey Gittimer said. He said, your grammar is a reflection of your image, good or bad. You have made an impression. And like all impressions, you are in total control. Absolutely. I love Gittimer. He has wisdom that's beyond belief. And he spent the last 325 days offering value on several social platforms. And he calls it the 959, or nine, uh, yeah, 959 Club. And anybody can go on and listen for 20 or 30 minutes. But the gold is everybody who puts comments in the comment section. And famous quotes from people like Samuel Smiles or Napoleon Hill, inspirational ideas to make you better for the day. It's the highlight of my day, besides being with my family, Mm -hmm. of listening to things that are inspirational and get me going in the morning. Okay, and anybody, and how do you find that again? You can go to uh, Jeffrey Gittimer, G-I-T-O-M-E-R, and he's on Facebook and YouTube and LinkedIn, and it's just an amazing 20 or 30 minutes he's on every morning ever since the uh, Wuhan virus started. Okay. Giving value. Kim, could you send that quote to the new press secretary? (laughs) (laughs) We'll go around to it. Yeah, let me circle back back with you on that, okay? (laughs) Okay. I'll circle back with you on that. (laughs) Uh, We're going to go to break here in just a little bit, but Brad Beck, uh, Liberty Toastmasters, is a great partner of the show, and I get to work with a lot of great partners. And before we go to break, Hal Van Herkey, who is the owner of Castlegate Knife and Tool, which is a great partner of the Kim, uh, the Kim Munson Show, as well as America's Veteran Stories with Kim Munson, is on the line. Hal Van Herkey, welcome to the show. Good morning, Kim. Glad to be on. What is the latest going on at Castlegate Knife and Tool? You always have something new happening, uh, Hal. Yeah, we're always working on new things to make it interesting and uh, give people reasons to come back into the store. Of course, our biggest news right now is that we've launched earlier, um, we announced, I think maybe even on your show, that we had started a custom rifle program. We applied for our FFL with the um, ATF, and uh, we're getting into the firearms business. We're partnering with another local company in Elizabeth, that um, Colorado, that is hand-manufacturing these for us at, at a really high level of expertise and precision. And so the, the the great news is that the first four of our uh, customer-ordered rifles made it to the store yesterday and and uh, briefly made an appearance until they were sent off to their forever homes with their new owners. <laughs> and with that, actually, people need to reach out and give you a call for that part of the business. And that phone number is uh, 303-214-4303, 303-214-4303. But then let's talk about your other products. I know in mid-November, which seems like just yesterday, you have uh, updated your website with your inventory. So people can certainly go to castlegate.com and take a look there. Are the watches on there, though? That was my question. Watches aren't on there yet, but watches are coming probably in the next week. We have um, several different brands that we have in stock, uh, but they haven't fully made it to the website yet. We're working on that actually today. So that should be good. And we have uh, 
bunch of new shipments coming in from vendors to restock from the, the, the run that we had in the holiday season. Uh, we have an order on the way from uh, the Korean Ox for all of their kitchen knife sets as well. So uh, we'll have um, every knife set that they sell in stock by sometime next week as well. So not just outdoor knives and, and automatics, et cetera, but also kitchen knives and accessories and sharpeners, et cetera. Oh, and we'll have to talk about the sharpening uh, next week when you're on the show, uh, because that yeah. is something that I think uh, people are super interested in. So how uh, how can people get more information? The, uh, the best way to get uh, information for us is to go to uh, castlegate.com on the website. And we also have a Castlegate Knife and Tool on Facebook and keep people up to date on that as well. Okay, so that's castlegate.com. Uh, Hal Van Herkey, thanks so much. We will talk to you next week. Thanks, Kim. And we'll be right back. Would you have ever dreamed that freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of assembly, and freedom of religion would be under assault and attack in America? Unbelievably, it is happening right before our eyes. That is why it is important to keep free-thinking, independent voices on the airwaves, the Internet, and social media. Kim Munson is one of those important voices. Help her keep independence alive. Go to KimMunson.com to contribute, to join Kim in the battle of ideas raging in America today. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I am Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there, and you will get first look at all of our op-eds, our most recent op-eds, and our most recent podcasts. And Brad Beck's op-ed will be in there, as well as I did a podcast with uh, Dr. Jill Vecchio yesterday about impeachment. And whenever she gets into a subject, she totally researches it. So you won't want to miss that either. And uh, and you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And before we get into our next set of headlines here, Hooters Restaurants is a great partner of the Kim Munson Show. They have five locations, Loveland, Lone Tree, Westminster, Aurora, and Colorado Springs. And they have specials for the Super Bowl. If you want to order to go, you need to go ahead and get that done so that they can assess all of that and make sure that you have uh, what you're going to want for your Super Bowl party or your Super Bowl get-together. But they have some specials. And um, go Chiefs, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. The, the other guys, yeah, not so much. But yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Brad? You know, I have never really been a big football fan. I'm more of a baseball guy or independent sports. So, I'll probably be reading a book. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm one of those weird guys that doesn't get into it. Well, I, <laughs> actually, I I can't sit still that long no. to to watch the game. So I used to watch the commercials just for the fun of it. But not, even them now, they're they're just probably not going to be very no. much fun. For sure. So go to my website, KimMunson.com, and there's a landing page for Hooters Restaurants there. It has all of their specials. They have to-go specials, and they have lunch specials, and kids eat free, and everything's there. But again, if you're going to order something for the Super Bowl, you need to get that done because they're going to be very, very busy on I can read a book and have Hooters. That's good. That's right. You can. (laughs) And they have specials that day. I wanted to jump into some headlines here with you, Brad. First of all... um, Weld County, and oh, no, no, no. You know what? I wanted to do that soundbite, didn't I, Steve? Uh, There is a soundbite that somebody sent to me of Joe Biden. And I have a feeling that after people start to really understand um, 
uh, what is going on there that they may want to do a do-over on this presidential <laughs> election. So let's go ahead and hit that, Steve. This is a regarding the vaccinations. Yeah, and then the word is listen carefully to the numbers. Okay. We expect these additional 200 million doses to be delivered this summer. And some of it will come as early, begin to come in early summer, but by the, mid, by the midsummer that this vaccine will be there. And the order, and, and, and that increases the total vaccine order in the United States by 50%, from 400 million order to 600 million. This is enough vaccine to fully vaccinate 300 Americans by end of the summer, the beginning of the, of the fall. But we want to make, look, that's, I want to repeat, it'll be enough to fully vaccinate 300 Americans. Wow, 600 million doses for 300 Americans. Mm. I wish I could do that math when I was going through grade school. I would have got an A. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. I do think a lot of people may be starting to say, hey, I want a do-over under the Donald Trump administration. Everyday people had $6,000 more in their pocket and unemployment for blacks and Hispanics and women across the spectrum were at historical lows. People were working. They had jobs. And uh, I just um, I think we'll have to continue to uh, let people know what's happening out there. Next thing, apparently Weld County is uh, kicking around the idea of leaving Colorado and joining Wyoming. And Steve, you said that there was uh, something in the USA uh, newspaper that uh, you thought was very, really explained it. Not that USA Today is the bastion of great you know, reporting, <laughs> but the, um, the, the headline caught my eye. Uh, it says, with Colorado at war. Notice that. At war with small businesses, agriculture, and oil and gas, Weld County Group seeks secession to Wyoming. And then goes on to explain the group is called Weld County, Wyoming. A political committee registered last year by Christopher Richards wants to place a measure on the November 21st ballot. It, if passed, would instruct county commissioners to engage and explore annexation with Wyoming. So there's... <clears throat> and that's not it's not the an original idea it was kicked around back in 2013 2014 something like that well and now we what we have seen there is a definite war on small businesses and on agriculture and on the oil and gas industry and those are really uh, important components in weld county and i i can see why that they would want to get to a place that uh, is much more uh cares about everyday people, and Wyoming seems to be a place like that, Brad Beck. Well, you know, from my house, my backyard, I can look into Weld County and see freedom, because I'm on the Boulder County side. (laughs) I hope they take all of Erie, not just part of Erie, because part of Erie is in Weld County. I would love to be part of Wyoming, although a lot of people say, well, if you love Wyoming, why don't you move there? It's like, well, Wyoming kind of understands about individual rights and the rule of law and freedom. Mm -hmm. And our uh, wonderful governor really doesn't understand that. He says he does, but then he wouldn't be doing all the rules and regulations. Absolutely. And uh, CBS4 uh, reported that Governor Polis said hands off uh, that he uh, sent Wyoming Governor Mark Gordon uh, a message earlier this week. Uh, or I guess Gordon said earlier this week he supports a fringe movement planning to petition to get a ballot initiative to explore the idea of Well County seceding from Colorado to become part of Wyoming. And Polis posted on his Facebook page saying, Well County is a thriving part of Colorado, and Well County residents are proud to be um, part of our state. 
I'm not sure that I think he can speak for everybody like that. Then he says, I do hear from so many people in Cheyenne, Wyoming, on the other hand, that they are culturally, economically, and socially more connected to Colorado than Wyoming. That's baloney. I'm sorry to dump on him, but <laughs> I mean, look at that whole thing there. That is the 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 absolute essence of controlling the narrative. Let me steal the story back from you, and let me put a couple insults in there and jabs, and then let me put something out there that'll make people think differently. Yes, when they you know they can't think for themselves. And you've nailed it. That that I've seen politicians all the time do something like this. And so then the next question would be, and what are their names? Yeah. What are the names of the pe- people that have con- uh, contacted you and said that they want to want to be here because they could move to Colorado? Well, this ties right into your next story on transportation mm-hmm. because, you know, those farmers are all using tractors and what do tractors run on? They don't run on solar and wind. And so you have to understand that there's an integral part of all this and controlling our food, controlling our energy. You know, there's a line. Our, our out, mobility. Oh, totally mobility. There's a line I was just uh, read. I'm reading a book on uh, Calvin Coolidge, a Puritan mm-hmm. in Babylon. And it was written in 1938. And there's a line in there about, you know, these mad scientists at the time, you know, are they some type of communist? And he said that the author's talking about, well, First, they come for the communication. Then they come from the power and electricity. And then they come from the food and fuel. Wow. You can see that. Yeah. And have you had a chance to take a look at the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset? Yeah, A little bit. And uh, when you look at it, it's kind of like you can't even believe it that this is what their goals are. But you can see this. You've seen this in uh, moving into public policy in America for quite some time. And something that is so frustrating to me is that we have um, Republicans that do not stand for limited government and individual freedom and property rights, that they are also big government, um, pushing forth big government. And we can see this in this next headline that we have here. This is from the Colorado or the uh, Denver Business Journal. And it says uh, the headline is Colorado Business Coalition offers framework for $5 billion transportation funding plan. It says a coalition of 40 Colorado business groups have offered its blueprint for a legislative transportation funding increase this year, asking for a $5 billion package that raises $250 million per year in new fees for the next decade and takes the same amount annually from the state budget. The group is called Away Forward, and they put this request in on January 26th, uh, and... Um, both Jared Polis and uh, uh, CDOT Director Shoshana Liu say that they uh, support this. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about this. It says the plan from a way forward reflects a recent push from legislative leaders to assess fees upon frequent road users, including passenger services like Uber and Lyft, plus commercial services from Amazon to DoorDash and trucking fleets, while raising fees on electric vehicles um, I'd like to see just how much that is because, you know, they don't pay gas tax. Right. And, I, and leaders of the group have not identified specific fees that they would support and haven't commented yet on a controversial proposal from Representative Matt Gray, Democrat from Broomfield, to add a gas fee that functions like a tax, but it would not require voter approval. 
And if something is a good idea, you shouldn't have to sneak it through by just changing the, the name on that, Brad. Well, ultimately, the taxpayers are going to pay for this. Whenever time you pass things on to businesses, it's the taxpayer. Businesses don't pay taxes. People do. And so you're going to see this as a big transfer from one to another. And we know that a gas tax actually is a regressive tax. Uh, we've talked about it all the time, freedom of mobility. And that comes from affordable, efficient, reliable, and abundant energy is one of the bedrocks to helping people rise up, to go up the economic ladder. And uh, they, the planners want to have everybody else ride around on bicycles and trains and buses. But like John Kerry, we just talked about the headline yesterday, he flew to Iceland to get a climate award on his private jet saying that, well, people like me, we have to do this. But they want to take away that freedom of mobility for everybody else. And I can't tell you how many people that I know that may uh, drive for Uber or Lyft kind of as a second job. They love the flexibility, but it has also helped their own economic prosperity as well. So first of all, I think that we need to encourage, if you are an Uber, Lyft driver, any of you, I'd like you to email me because we need to push back on this. One other thing before we get over to uh, Jason McBride, and there are big um, big money Republicans that are supporting this, and I'm not going to give their names right now. We're going to link this in the show recap, so you'll have that there. I'm going to give them a courtesy call and ask them uh, to not support this. Uh, I'm not sure that they'll listen uh, to me on this. But this is the other thing that you need to know, For, uh, is that, first of all, the gas tax was put in place. The federal gas tax was put in place basically as a kind of a user fee. If you bought, purchased the gasoline and the, the fuel, whether or not for trucking or f- for your personal vehicle, you paid a gas tax. And then that money was used for roads, to build roads and also to, uh, um, to uh, the maintenance for the roads. But what has happened, Brad, is they are now taking mm, probably 20%, I think at least, from that gas tax. And they're using it for what they want it, the planners want, and that is for bicycle lanes and for trains and for buses. And uh, if, in fact, all of that money was being used the way it was supposed to be, we probably wouldn't have uh, have to be looking for additional money. But this is another thing, and this is, uh, this Republican said this. He said the money should go to uh, projects in the ex- existing 10-year f- uh, fund, which calls for the completion of 45 multimodal projects and 90 highway projects. Multimodal it basically is trying to get you out of your car. Yep, and what's amazing to me on the, all this is that I'm up in Boulder County, the one place that would use any of this, if it was a good idea, would be Boulder. Good and point. The train has not going. the The right rail line has not been even started to go from Denver to there to Boulder and back and forth. And yet, everywhere else has it, and there's nobody on the train. I know. So, Think about the carbon footprint on that. Exactly. And yeah. you can only go on their time frame when they want you to go. And then the last mile was through Uber and Lyft. Well. If your cost is going to be double now because of this new fee, guess what? That last mile is going to be more, more expensive. expensive. Yeah. Definitely. And who does it hurt? You know, I it's it, what I see happening is, once again is the fleecing of everyday hardworking American people. And we just, we'll have to mention this. I'm going to have to ask Jason about that. Last night, uh, Congress passed this big stimulus bill. 
and we're going to have to take a look at what's in it. And, and I, I think it was uh, basically uh, Kamala Harris, what she uh, did the, the, the tiebreaker vote on that? $1.9 trillion. Get the printing presses ready. I tell you. Jason McBride, Senior VP with Presidential Wealth Management. What do you think about that? Uh, well, it, it sounds like uh, the Democrats got exactly what they wanted from the very start. And, you know, the only difference was is that, uh, you know, the Republicans in Congress didn't have to pretend like they didn't have a choice this time. They really didn't. Okay. But, you know, I, I mean, the way it, it's been in the past, Kim, even if uh, Republicans still would have had the Senate, the the thing might have passed the whole $1.9 trillion because they always seem to cave in to the Democrats, even when they have control I, of, I know uh, it. one of the chambers. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll uh, have to wait until it passes so we can find out what is in it. Yes, uh, yeah, and there's something so inherently wrong about that, Jason McBride. If you don't have time to read it and understand it, they should not be passing that. It looks like Steve wants to say something. I'm sitting over here chuckling because now it's become part of our vernacular, our phraseology, that the most stupid thing, stupidest thing ever said in politics by Nancy Pelosi, we, we need to pass this so we can find out what's in it. But now, you know, Jason just made the same phrase, and it's become our reality. And it just, it makes me laugh. Mm -hmm. It's it's just beyond comprehension. I'm sorry to break in. Well, I, you know, Steve, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you there. And I'm going to say what Nancy Pelosi said, uh, unemployment checks are the fastest way to create jobs. That might have actually been stupider than, than this. Okay. I yield to the gentleman from Douglas County. (laughs) True that. Um, I think we should actually rename this the Fleecing of the American Public and Our Next Generation Act. (laughs) So, Jason McBride, uh, what does the market, what's the future saying about this stimulus plan? Well, the uh, futures right now for the Dow are up about 120. Now, we also had uh, the unemployment numbers just come out, and I don't have the details, Kim. I just see they're showing a headline unemployment rate of 6.3. I don't know if that's better or worse than what they were hoping for. But, uh, yeah, the futures right now are up. Uh, Yesterday, the markets had another uh, pretty good day. Uh, you know, across the board, down NASDAQ, S&P, small caps all up. I mean, uh, again, I find it uh, very, uh, uh, it's a head-scratcher to me, uh, you know, that the markets are retaining these high prices when, uh, you know, a lot of people are still out of a job and, uh, and, and the earnings don't seem to support these prices. But, you know, the market does what it's going to do, Kim. Well, capital is trying to figure out uh, to go someplace, and the market um, seems to be that's where they're going right now. But I'd recommend people sit down and talk with you, Jason, as we talked about it yesterday. Cash is not a bad thing to have, uh, particularly when the market is at such a high. And so you'll sit down, do an individual plan with people, and I'd recommend that people reach out to you to do a discovery session on that. doesn't cost them anything. How can people find you, Jason McBride? Easy way, Kim. Just give us a call, 303-694-1600. That's 303-694-1600. Jason, thanks so much. We'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend.
Uh, definitely. And we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Brad Beck. He's co-founder of Liberty uh, Toastmasters, and uh, he's written a really, I think, an important piece of the blessings, uh, the blessings of 2020 and looking into... 2021, the and, promise of 2021. And, tw- and beyond. And, and beyond. beyond. <laughs> we will be right back. Controlling your own destiny. There are a lot of unknowns on the horizon with the new administration. Predovich and Company is here to help. Trusted professionals for all your bookkeeping, tax planning, and accounting needs. Kim Munson highly recommends Predovich and Company. They've been helping her for years. Because of their advanced technological capabilities, Predovich and Company works with clients from anywhere in the United States. Give them a call at 303-791-3000 to put Predovich and Company to work for you. Call 303-791-3000 today. Home ownership and private property rights help you build wealth for you and your family. REMAX Alliance award-winning realtor Karen Levine understands this. Supply is super tight right now. This is why you need a seasoned professional with excellent negotiating skills on your side of the table, whether buying or selling an existing home or buying a new build. As a member of the National Association of Realtors Board of Directors, Karen Levine volunteers hours of her time to help you build your American dream. Call her today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's 303-877-7516. You'd like to get in touch with one of Kim Munson's sponsors, but you can't recall their phone number. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, kimmunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Yes, the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Uh, Our Republic is under siege right now. And uh, we have to make sure that we keep those principles alive, this idea that we have these rights from God that uh, of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and that we are all created equal. And uh, we need uh, that. That was so unique about the American idea. Brad Beck, you're in studio here. It's great to have you. And we had a quote earlier this week from Mark Twain, and uh, I was looking for innovation quotes. And this came up, and he said that, uh, basically, America to, uh, America could have stopped. I'm paraphrasing, with the very first thing that they in, uh, that they innovated, that they created, and that was human liberty. That's true. Well, our liberties precede government, and so these are inalienable rights. They're within ourselves as human beings, and that's the beauty of human equality, not equity. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this equity terminology is being bantered around, and it's a different thing, and that's about outcome. Although I like to talk about outcome, they're talking about an outcome of everybody being equally down as opposed to the opportunities for people to pursue their happiness, to pursue those things in their liberty. They have agency within themselves as opposed to somebody giving you something. As soon as the government gives it, they can take it away. They can take it away. And we do see that on a regular basis. Brad, before we get into talking about your piece, there was one other thing in this uh, transportation piece that I wanted to mention, and in it, and and Steve, this is something that that you see. It's just kind of a regular drumbeat, and well, of course, you can see it with the mainstream media as well. If you say it m- enough times, people start to think about it; they start to accept it, and that is is that Governor Polis is uh, uh, supporting the concept of creating an S. Um, a front-range passenger rail system, $10 billion from Fort Collins to Pueblo. Really? I mean, I just can't believe it. But he's, they're trying to push that out. And once again, 
they want to get people out of their cars and have to go where where they want you to, when they want you to, instead of your freedom and mobility to go where you want to, when you want to. And that, again, is a, something that is inherent in freedom. Steve, your quick comment, comment on that. Well, this thing keeps coming around like, a, what do they say, a bad penny. Uh, every two or three years, this, this idea cycles through. Not just the cost of it, but the plan is to maybe use existing freight rails and I get really queasy thinking of mixing freight and passenger service on the same tracks. Yeah, just common sense. And you mentioned that this keeps coming back. When I was on Lone Tree City Council, and again, these were Republicans as well that were pushing this, was this gas tax. And they realized that gas tax isn't going to pass at the ballot box, so they're going to try to do it maybe versus a fee. But we've seen all this, and then they say we need to take care of our roads and our bridges, but then we see there's 45 multimodal uh, projects in here. But where are they getting most of the money for this? It's from fleecing everyday people at the gas pump and with fees on Uber and Lyft and and, um, trucking and our truckers, if they have to pay higher fees on that, as you mentioned, Brad Back, that's going to be reflected in the prices. And again, we could call this the fleecing of the uh, uh, Colorado public right now. Steve, did you have one more comment? Uh, I'm just a layman, and maybe I need some governmental expert to explain the difference. To me, it's just semantics and three-letter words: fee or tax. Just get it, get over with it. Uh, you know, get it over with. It's a tax. Hold on to your purse or your wallet, because every time they say a fee, it is a tax. It's mm-hmm. just a different form. And the reason that they're doing that is because under Tabor, Colorado's Taxpayers' Bill of Rights, if politicians and bureaucrats and interested parties are going to raise taxes, they're supposed to have the good manners to ask you. Yeah. Well, it's just a, a fee is just another word that um, starts with F, and I don't <laughs> like those words. So. <laughs> Well, let's talk about words that you do like. Although I do love freedom. <laughs> I, yes, I do love freedom as well. Let's talk about this piece. Now, it will be in our a newsletter this week, this weekend, and then it will be on the website. Uh, but you're talking about the blessing of 2020. And actually, I have a lot of blessings that happened in 2020. But a lot of people are looking at 2020, and it was a tough year. It was a tough year. A lot of people lost loved ones and friends, lost jobs. But we also lost one thing that I think is important to everybody, and that's freedom, the freedom to decide for ourselves. You know, we've gone through pandemics in the past. We've gone through wars and various things that have happened in this country, but we've never been really restricted in a way that this Wuhan virus has really restricted us. And I look back at history, and I also look at other opportunities to talk about things. So I came up with this, I found this idea in art on Kintsugi, which is the Japanese art of taking kin, meaning gold or golden, and sugi to to rejoin. So when a piece of pottery or clay or a dish breaks, rather than throwing it out, they figured out a way to put it back together but exemplify where it's broken using either gold or silver or platinum to Mm -hmm. rejoin it. Mm -hmm. And it's part of the rich history of the object. Why did that dish or ceramic fall? It was a broken intentionally was it on accident but it's still usable if it's put back together mm-hmm. boy isn't that our country we have a rich history and we're always tinkering and putting things you know trying to figure out how to do things better the innovators you talked mm-hmm. about a little bit and yet this is an art form that's been around for hundreds of years and it rejoins things and our our nation's been broken but we've 
come a long way. I mean, you look at the blessing of every day. Modern man, our life today is so much better than even our grandparents. It's a blessing. I know. We have indoor plumbing. Thank goodness. Oh, I, we take it for granted. Totally. And water, clean water every day. Our, you flip a switch, the light comes on. Isn't that amazing? But there's an assault on this. Absolutely. There is an assault on this for everyday people. And we talk about it all the time. And let's, let's talk a little bit about energy uh, and abundant, efficient, reliable, and affordable energy actually just empowers people to be able to go after their hopes and dreams. And what do we, what do, we do about this, Brad? Because uh, and, and I'm grateful through the Trump administration, the veil has come off on on really this agenda. It was kind of percolating underneath, just like this transportation bill. The fact that we have uh, big name Republicans that are getting behind this uh, is very frustrating because the Republican principle is limited government and lower taxes. And we need to, I think it's got to come from the grassroots. It does. And again, this is a blessing because it's not underneath it's at the surface now. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it again. And history does repeat itself. So you're seeing these folks percolate up and not being hidden behind other agendas. They're, the agendas are right in front of us. Mm-hmm. It's in daylight. Mm-hmm. And so you look at that and you say, okay, what's going on here? Why are they attacking the producers? Why are they attacking the people who are making our lives better? You know, the innovators, the Mm -hmm. people that are really making a difference in our lives day in and day out, they're being attacked. And so you have to figure out, okay, where are they going with that and what do they want us to do? Well, to me, it's control. Mm -hmm. It is all about control. And control is not freedom. No, it is not. It's force. It's a force. And government has a monopoly on force. So Mm -hmm. we're seeing a lot of that with if you're on a public area, you have to wear a mask. Rocky Mountain National Park. Can you believe it? Out in the middle of nowhere. You know, Unbelievable. And then somebody's going to see you without a mask, and they will call an official, and mm-hmm. the next thing you know, who knows what's going to happen. So these are all things that expose what is the real agenda. And I think that's a blessing to know who your opposition is. Mm-hmm. But it's just like when people talk about education. Oh, if we just had more education, both left and right. And I'm always looking at that and say, okay, that's just another form of propaganda. Right. I want to have critical thinking opportunities. So I want to look at left, right, up, down. And have the opportunity to make my decision based on my life, as long as I'm not harming anybody else, I'm going to make those decisions based on reason. I'm not going to make it on, I may make some emotional things, and that's why Mm -hmm. I have a wonderful wife to pull me back from the edge. (laughs) But, you know, these are things that we have to consider critically, not just, education is wonderful as a term, but it's like democracy. We're a republic. Democracy is wonderful as an institution to have people to be heard, but we're a representative republic, and there's a big difference there, and people need to know about it. Well, and I, I totally agree with you there. regarding education. We talk about more and more the education funding, education funding. But as I had mentioned earlier in the day, our kids are falling behind, and that's because the uh, what is being taught is not many of the basics that are needed to set people up for success. And one of those things that you just mentioned is critical thinking. This idea, and this has been such a crazy experiment with this whole COVID-19 Wuhan virus, China virus reaction disruption, 
is uh, we've also had an unmasking of some inner tyrants, if you will, regarding all the mask wearing and and uh, t- through this five star state certification program that many of these different counties are passing. That it's the, the state has the program and then they have to anyway. I I wrote something on that. But on that, one of the things is the restaurant has to have in a prominent place the phone number for the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment for somebody to report the business if they have a concern. This is like Naziville. Yeah, I mean, it, I can't believe it. It's becoming like the Eastern European uh, countries under you know the communist rule. Yeah. You know, if you see something, say something. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm going to talk to my neighbor if I have an issue with them, right. but I'm not going to report them. I mean, we should know our neighbors. Same thing if you see something, you get involved with things, sure. But you know what? Reporting people because you are empowered to, to call the so. government to do so, I mean, this is this, getting crossing a line. It, it is. It time. is. And But going back to what is the blessing on this is that the veil is off on that. Correct. Correct. That and, really- and, and we have an opportunity to put a light on it and discuss it because now it's in the forefront. It used to be it was behind, and they said, oh, no, 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 that's not yeah. our agenda. Well, the agenda is in the day, yeah. and so we need to say, okay, tell me more. What really are you talking about? And it doesn't matter the issue. It is a control issue. So that that's a blessing to know where they're coming from, and none of this is being put behind the wall or behind a cover. It's like it reminds me of the Wizard of Oz a little bit, you know, uh-huh. you know, and the the flames and everything, and then you pull back the curtain, and there's this little guy in there, and that's what government is. It's a little guy. We give they belong, they they are our people that work for us. We don't work for them. It's we the people, and so one of the things I think that I'm trying to get here is we can piece these things back together, and even celebrate our differences. That golden strip within that piece of art but we've got to know that it's there not to hide it there are differences that's fine i have no problems with my friends who are on the left i love to talk to them we exchange ideas we have different ways of thinking of things but it's the extremes and on extremes on both mm-hmm. ends that we have to be weary of and come back to a, a center if you will the problem is it tends to be that the right is giving in more of their ideas their principles and if you're standing on principle you're solid. But when you start going off of that and you start conceding on things, we should be teaching citizenship more often to be self-assured, to be self-reliant, to be self-restrained and to have civic knowledge. And that's key to a good government. It's our government. We should be in charge, not the other way around. And when we're talking about uh, the, the school day, there's only a certain amount of hours. And what you're just talking about has been pushed out. And we need to bring that back. Let's go to break because you are talking about the promises of 2021 and beyond. And I always love to hear what you have to say about that as well. I'm talking to Brad Beck. He is one of the co-founders of Liberty Toastmasters. And you can get more information by going to liberty.toastmastersclubs.org. Yep. And we will be meeting tomorrow at the Liberty Toastmasters Denver meeting. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be an evaluator. Awesome. I get to be the Toastmaster. Oh, this is a time you all should come as a guest. Uh, so and guests are welcome. I forgot you were going to be the Toastmaster. Yeah, I get to run the circus. Okay. <laughs> Lots of moving parts. We're going to go to a break. Before we do that, though, Castlegate, well, we talked to Hal Van Herkey earlier today, but be sure and check out Castlegate.com. Whether or not you're a chef, a collector, or a sportsman, Castlegate, knife and tools, the place for you. That's Castlegate.com. We'll be right back.
With the federal government printing money, it looks like inflation is on the horizon. That is why you should lock in a low rate now on your mortgage. Lauren Levy with Polygon Financial Group is here to help. Lauren works with a variety of lenders to assist you in finding the mortgage that is just right for you. Locking in a low rate now will save you thousands of dollars over the life of your loan. Don't procrastinate. Don't wait any longer. Call Lauren today at 303-880-8881. That's 303-880-8881. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Americans Veteran Stories with Kim Munson, Sunday afternoons at 3, here on KLZ 560 AM and KLZ 100.7. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I am Kim Munson. Check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. And you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. In studio with me is my good friend, Brad Beck. He is one of the co-founders of the Liberty Toastmasters Clubs. He is an excellent communicator. And one of the first things people need to do, I think, is we're trying to figure out what to do in 2021 and beyond is to get our communication skills uh, honed so that we can engage in this battle of ideas with our friends and our family and our colleagues, Brad. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring that up. That Supposedly, I'm a good communicator. We were at an event recently, a mentoring event, and I was I doing some that. teaching, and I got up there and talked about communicating an idea in under three minutes, and I started to do the Gettysburg Address. Which you have memorized. I know it. Backwards and forwards, 272 of the most beautiful Mm -hmm. words ever spoken, and I forgot it, right in the middle of it. Now, I hope I recovered okay from it. It was a long day, but the problem that a lot of times people forget is that even if you're really, really good, you're going to fail. And you know what? Failure's okay. Just like this Kintsugi, you can piece the thing back Mm -hmm. together and have a whole thing. So I, I just went on and... Said, yeah, I messed up there, but, you know, we're going to move on and talk about other things. Mm-hmm. And we did. And it was great. And it was fun because people came back up to me and say, thank you for being authentic. Mm-hmm. And our message has to be authentic. It has to be authentic. But we also need to communicate that message. What about 2021 and beyond? I think a lot of people are concerned. Yeah. yeah well, we should be. And you opened up with Jeffrey Gittimer quote, and Jeffrey's got a lot of quotes. And he says, Resilience is not what happens to you. It's how you react to, respond to, and more importantly, recover from what happens to you. So I don't worry about the world. I worry about my world. And like he, I get up every morning, I go to the gym, and then I read something, and then I reflect on it, and then I write something. And that gives me an opportunity to prepare so I can think and create. And this is all an idea from from Jeffrey Gittimer. And what that does is it focuses on your success. And I think 2021 gives us an opportunity to really focus on our success. The best way to get back at anybody is to invest in yourself if you want to get back at somebody by being successful. People are going to rain on your parade, as Gittimer says, because they don't have a parade of their own. So we've got to create, and that's what entrepreneurs do. That's what capitalism does. Mm -hmm. It's the greatest force for people pursuing their happiness and being successful. And for a lot of people, they don't like that. 
They want control. So I like the idea here of, of 2021 being the most successful year I'll ever have and this next decade to be the most successful decade I have. You know, we say, okay, what's your one-year goal, your five-year goal? Mm-hmm. How about your 10-year goal? What do you want to do in 10 years? I mean, we're trying to raise a generation of young people, and they're not sure what tomorrow will bring. And I understand that. There's a lot of pain out there. There's a lot of sorrow. There's a lot of discontent. Um, but when you look at it, you got to – it's like the weather. I'll give that as an example. We're through winter right now, and the wind's blowing. It's a little bit harsh, but you know spring's coming. Mm-hmm. And what are you doing to get ready for that? What are you doing to prepare? That's when you asked me about the Super Bowl. Am I going to be watching it? I'm not going to – I love entertainment, but I'm not going to gain anything other than probably watching something and get riled up, one team winning, one team losing. When I read a book, I'm investing in myself. If I do something that gets me to think and then prepare and then act on it in a positive way that's going to be better for me, I think it's better for everybody. And reading a book, I really recommend that people have the actual book. Uh, And Helen Raleigh yesterday when I talked with her, she said, put together your own freedom library. Absolutely. I thought that was a really great idea. We've got probably a couple of minutes left. And speaking of freedom library, uh, I know that you read a lot. What's a couple of books that you would recommend for people right now? You said the one, you're reading the one on Coolidge right now. I am, and it's fabulous. Written in 1938 by uh, uh, William White beautifully written and uh, my wife bought me a, a leather bound version of it it's Aww. a part of the the president's library that's out there i read a lot on business i'll read a lot on history i'll read a lot on uh, politics and economics i just bought a whole package of books on a variety of topics from napoleon hill and the napoleon hill mm-hmm. foundation and it's all positive and it has uh, clement stone in there and and other folks But the idea is if you read something positive, one or two, three pages every day, it will get your mindset in a yes attitude. Again, another Gittimer idea of you have to have a positive outlook on things. Things can be lousy, but if you have a positive attitude... I think you'll be successful. Well, and I think that's really important advice because the headlines are so daunting right now. And so first thing to do is get on that positive mode and set your day on that. And then then you can actually address the challenges of the day as well. And I, I, the other day I was, we and we all have days, and I was having one of those days. And it's like, I can't remember what had happened exactly, but it's like, okay. You're, you have five minutes, Kimmy. You got five minutes to kind of lament what's going on here, and then you need to get back on the horse and get going. And uh, so I allowed myself that, and then I'm like, let's let's get going again. Well, you know, freedom's fragile. We know that, and so just like this art of kintsugi, we have to be able to piece it back together. But we have to do it in a way that's going to make us all whole. And I think we can do that if we're mindful and understand and read and respect others' opinion. Listen. But then also stand on those principles and don't compromise on them ever. To be able to challenge them in this battle of ideas that, and words are so powerful. Ronald Reagan basically brought down the Berlin Wall with not weapons, but with words. And that's why Liberty Toastmasters is a, is a great tool for all of us to have. So uh, just kind of your final thoughts on Liberty Toastmasters. Well, we welcome anybody to come. We're a, a group that has a theme every month about individual rights, the proper role of limited government, and to be active and engaged citizens, especially at the local level. And that's what we do. We practice listening and oral communication and great fellowship. 
We've all become very good friends, and we don't always agree on everything. Never. <laughs> but I always learn something when I'm there. So, Brad Beck, thanks so much for being in studio. Thanks, Kim. And our quote for today is from Jeffrey Gittimer. He says, good things come to those who have patience and take consistent, persistent actions toward what they want. So, my friends, today be grateful. Read great books. Think good thoughts. Listen to beautiful music. Communicate and listen well. Live honestly and authentically. Strive for high ideals and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. You are not alone, my friends. God bless you and God bless America.